Right now, let's talk about what's going on over in Victoria. There's a lot to discuss there. Vaughn Palmer joins us. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Okay, so let's talk about family doctors here because more evidence that we have got a real problem. Yeah, the walk-in clinic in my neighborhood, my placid little backwater neighborhood here in the capital, closed last week. A very popular clinic in the region. Uh, Anytime I go by in the morning, line up to get into it. Uh, 5,000 patients left in the lurch, and the closure is because no doctors. The operator says he'd love to keep it open. He can't because you can't find doctors willing to work these things anymore. Okay, so this is a serious, serious problem here. Then what is the government planning to do? Yeah, I mean, it's a serious problem in the provincial capital region, particularly because it's an older population. A lot of people move here from other parts of Canada expecting to be able to get a family doctor, and they can't. Estimated 100,000 patients in the capital region do not have a family doctor, and, of course, it's mostly NDP territory. So we've had just this month... Three walk-in clinics are either closing or have already closed or are scheduled to close. So uh, we had kind of a panic scramble press conference with Health Minister Adrian Dix on Friday. I mean, he's a pretty cool guy. He's got everything in hand if you listen to him. But there was no disguising that he was in a bit of a panic on Friday. The day after that clinic announced its closure in the capital region, Dix called the press conference to announce $3.5 million in emergency funding to keep the remaining five walk-in clinics in the capital region open till the end of the year. Is that going to help, though? Because well, like, there's still so many problems. It'll help in the short run. I mean, they, it'll give them money to hire uh, doctors and nurses and keep the doors open. The operators say, we'll give it a try. But no, Simi, I think you're... It it doesn't solve the long-term problem, which is not enough family doctors, a whole bunch of people who want one and can't get one, and the economics just don't work anymore. You, You talk to doctors. I mean, there's an aging profile among doctors. There are doctors retiring or looking for lighter workloads. They're getting on like me. Uh, in their their age, so people are losing their family doctors. But it goes beyond that. There there is a a serious problem in uh, British Columbia. We we sort of stopped adding to doctor training spaces a while ago. The compensation for family doctors to see patients isn't much. I mean, famously, they get paid 31 bucks um, for a visit. And Um, The overhead costs are huge. So all of that's an issue. The reason it's going to continue, though, as a political problem for the government, I think, Simi, is that Dix is wedded, the New Democrats are wedded to this new model, primary care, urgent care clinics. And a lot of people who want a family doctor say that model doesn't work for them. They have multiple conditions. They need to see a doctor for all of them. It is enormously time-consuming and counterproductive that every time they go into one of these urgent care clinics, they have to brief the doctor, you know, they have to take a file folder under their arms to explain the mix of medication and so forth. And needless to say, some of these clinics put up a sign saying, hey, you can only come and see us with one problem. We're here for urgent and emergencies. We're not here to substitute for family doctors. 
Okay, but like the system, how do you recruit more doctors to do this? They just seem to think that opening up more urgent care centers is the is the answer. Well, it may be the answer in the long run. Doctors on salary, uh, clinics, uh, the model is the idea you would have a clinic, a primary care clinic, which would have a bunch of doctors and some specialists online. The clinic, because you'd have a bunch of them, would share overhead costs, so that would eliminate that problem. Um, You'd normally have a doctor that you see, but there'd be backups. If your doctor is on holiday or whatever, has a life away from the clinic, uh, then you'd see somebody else. So the model is understandable, but the transition is where the problem is. The, The problem right now is a whole bunch of people who don't have a doctor now, and a growing number of people, like this clinic in my neighborhood, uh, where you've got um, 5,000 people who were relying on that clinic. I'm not, but other yeah. people were, and who can't get a doctor. I had a, I had a, I had a letter from somebody who moved here from Alberta, as people tend to do, the other day, and she said, you know, I arrived here, uh, don't have a family doctor, started phoning around, and, and everybody, every place she called was, forget it. Right? She said, yeah. she finally said to her receptionist and explained her plight. And she said she could tell from the receptionist how little patience they have with this because the receptionist said, You should have thought of that before you moved here from Ooh. Alberta. Wow. Ouch. Brutal. I mean, yeah. you could say, Yeah, okay, but like, is the government spreading the word across the country? Or are they doing what they were doing Friday, which is semi-celebrating the fact that 100,000 people moved here? That's a very uh, last, good point. From the rest of Canada. Yeah, that's a very good point. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Sim. Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun. If you want to weigh in on that, that family doctor issue, please go ahead, simi at cknw.com.